for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Black chat, everything is black, black. Atlas with the blay. I like that. I don't know why. I've been like doing that a lot lately. I like that. I kind of like that. It's kind of fun, actually. It's fun. Um, Guys, welcome, 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 welcome to Blab Chat, episode 91. Our first episode of 2019, baby. Episode 91. Welcome to 2019 here on planet Earth. This is uh, Blab Chat. This is an all-music production podcast. Um, I go by the name of Ill Mind. Um, here are my co-hosts. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlas the Plug. You see it? Ooh. See it? <laughs> That's for Damn, me. Damn, Ill, you can do me like that. Damn, Ill. You see it? <laughs> you see we're here. it? Uh, we're missing Glam today. Um, Glam, 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 yeah, Glam's handed some stuff, so she's not here today. But shout to Glam. Shout out. Uh, first oh, of all, just, yeah. did you see her, that new vid, that new joint she put out? Zoom. Yeah, she has a new joint Ooh. out. Um, check that out. You know, Glam's amazing. Um, first of all, I just want to shout you guys out. Um, thank you to all of our listeners, our YouTube viewers, our mm-hmm. iTunes listeners, our SoundCloud listeners. Um, shout to all of you guys. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button uh, if you haven't already. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to Blab Chat. Welcome to the madness. Um, you're most <laughs> likely uh, a creator, I would say. Mm-hmm. Music producer, rapper, singer, engineer. Um, maybe you're just a fan who yeah. loves podcasts. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. shout to you. Um, welcome to the podcast. And again, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you fuck with us. And shout to all of our day one listeners, man. Shout to all you guys who mm-hmm. have been, you know, listening to us on the train, on the bus, in the car, at school, at work, before you go to bed, first time you wake up. Mm-hmm throw it on when you're in the studio. I mean, mm-hmm. wherever you're consuming our podcast, uh, we really just hope that you, uh, uh, you know, we appreciate your support, but we hope that you walk away with something every time you listen to our podcast. We really just want to be here to create value for you, to empower you, inspire you to be the best creative or the best um, whatever you're into, uh, the best version of what you're doing, right? So yeah. I love it, man. Facts. So last year was interesting. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That was interesting. I don't even want to do a wrap up because I feel like we're yeah. off that. Yeah. So let's yeah. like not do a wrap up. It's the new new. We're on to that new new. new. We're on to the new new. And um, there's so much more to talk about. We're 91 episodes in, mm-hmm. and I still it's honestly I still feel like we're just scratching the surface. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Fact. Me too. Yeah. We uh, me and uh, me and Perfection were chatting up in the we'll call it the green room, right? Um, we're we're in the green room before we started today and. We're talking about a bunch of things and 
there was one thing, and I would love you guys' um, insight on this as well from your mm-hmm. experience, but there's something that I've been really kind of low-key, like, obsessed about mm-hmm. in the past couple of weeks, especially during the holiday break. Mm-hmm. I kind of took a break, and I was, like, really thinking about uh, the the grind, you know, being a, a, an aspiring music producer and thinking about how I was able to kind of get to this position and what my... Um, you know, what my challenges are as well. And I discovered that there's one, literally one thing that is stopping us from becoming great. And I really want to kind of harp on this because it's mm-hmm. really crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and it's one word, it's fear, mm-hmm. right? I just made a Instagram post today about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but fear, fear is really a, 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 a crazy thing because it's the one thing that stops us from doing the th- stuff that we really want to do mm-hmm. right um when you're a music producer and you just start making beats right and you discover that you enjoy making beats but you don't want to really show anyone yet right you don't want to show people because you're fearful of they might clown you or say mm-hmm. your shit is trash whatever it is right and so you can apply fear to a lot of I wouldn't even say a lot. I think you can pl- apply fear to every single thing that's stopping you from getting to the next level. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any, and I'll share mine as well, do you guys have any, um, anything right now that you feel like is stopping you and why do you think it's stopping you? Um, any specific things that come to mind for you guys uh and i'll share mine too um but but uh you know it, it's probably going to revolve around some type of fear of something mm-hmm. you want to go first yeah <laughs> <laughs> Look at, this is like a therapy I'll session start, i guess <laughs> it's like a therapy session well i want to bring um, this out because no this is good stuff is good i don't stuff. know i think <clears throat> over the course of the last year i've been realizing this and i think my peers in the industry that we're in have also been more vocal about mm-hmm. their struggles or their fears um, within their career or, their, or the industry. I never really acknowledged in the past that I had a fear of something. I, I always like worked and you know kept kept going towards my goals and you know always been a go-getter. But this last year, I've questioned myself, and mm-hmm. I think I have somewhat of a fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And also a fear of success, which kind of sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Success, really. success in the sense of doesn't sound weird to me. Like we were talking earlier, you know, you can have like such a huge goal for yourself, and you might feel like, wow, that's a that's that's big. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna get? Am I gonna reach that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And also a fear of failure. Like, I don't know. It's. Fear of failure. Yeah. That's, yeah. There's no, you can't get yeah, any deeper than that. you can't get deeper than that. It's just a fear of like, uh, I probably won't be able to do that. Or, you know, I might, am I good enough to yeah. do that right now? You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, to add, you know, even when we first started Blab Chat, you know, um, like my first time, literally the first time we ever recorded and I was on, you know, like yeah, on the on air. the mic. Yeah. I was scared shit. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I was yeah. really like the night before, like, oh, man, like tomorrow, like I'm putting myself out there. Like I'm <laughs> going to be out there. Like I got to be on point, you know, and I was scared. I'm not going to lie. Now we've done it so much. 
I don't even think about it. Yeah. Like yeah. we just have fun. You That's know so what true, I mean? Because I remember the first time Atlas was like, "Yo, you know, blab chat," and I was like, "Well, I'll do one show." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I tricked I you. Like, I tricked you. That's yeah. what I did. I was like, "I'll do one show <laughs> and next see week. how it is." Right? <laughs> exactly. I was like, "I'll do one show and see how I feel." See yeah, how it I remember. Is. I remember. You know, yeah. I was just like, "What if I sound stupid? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I don't know what I'm talking about?" And now it's just like. We're right. just having a conversation. Yeah, exactly. You know, and not even thinking about it. You know, exactly. you know, too. Another one that really comes to mind where I was like really scared is when uh, when we did the Human tour, mm. where, when you and jo- Joel Ortiz dropped the album Human, by the way, which is a fire, fire. Still album. love it. It's classic to me. Classic. People go go download it now. Human. Um, and you know, and you guys voted me to be the the tour manager, mm-hmm. and. I literally the night before couldn't sleep a wink. Like yeah. I'm laying in bed looking up, like, dude, don't fuck this up. Yeah. Like, and can I tell you, as stressful as it was, and as great as it was, the best thing because I learned so much mm-hmm. on that tour. Like dealing with venues, dealing mm-hmm. with promoters, dealing with radio people, dealing with the artists, dealing with the, you know. Um, um, calling the hotel in advance to confirm your, th- you know, just every little, th- like, how long does it take to get to the next city? What time do we have to wake up? You know. With um, no prior experience. Zero. Yeah. Zero. I mean, my experience, obviously rolling with you ill, you know, mm-hmm. I learned a lot, a lot, a lot. But that was the first time mm-hmm. it was like, okay, this is on you now, kiddo. And I learned so much. You know, one thing I really took away um, from being the tour manager, which I use still to this day, is... No matter what is going on, how many balls are in the air, pause, right? You can never show it on your face to the artist. Yeah. Because yeah. there were times where, like, first of all, Ill, you remember, they broke into our van, yeah. the second city, I think it was Chicago. Yep. They took Ill's hard drive, oh, yeah. and they took my luggage, and I only packed my super fly shit, right? Because yeah. it was so light. And... I had to deal with that. So then I had to call Safe Safe Light, is it yeah, called, right? one of those. I called them. We, the next one was like the next state over, but we had to go somewhere else. So I had to like move all the stuff around and I was stressing the fuck yeah. out. But never showed it, super calm. Like, hey, all right, guys, you know, doing lobby call. Hey, guys, yeah. you know, at the end of the night, meeting the promoter, make sure everybody's getting paid. Like, you know, this is like a real deal. And uh, let me tell you, the night before, shitting my pants, so scared. Now... I use it in life every day. Yep. Like I know how to talk to promoters, venues, and and exactly. you name it. It's it's mm-hmm. just it was great. So. And you still hold that experience, and like you said, utilize it oh, to this day, hundred percent. And you know, and the what you said earlier, perfection about fear of failure. You know, I think failure is sort of uh, the most popular mm-hmm. version of failure, or a version, yeah, version of failure, um, uh, the or version of fear. Sorry, right. failure. Um, but there's multiple versions of fear. Right. And if you ever muster up the courage to power through that fear, I think that's the magic moment where you really start to turn around and go down the pathway to success and to happiness. Right. And so, uh, you know, when you think about it, there's a first time to do something always like first beat, like Mm -hmm. like perfection. You know, I'm sure you remember the first the very first beat you Mm -hmm. made. Right. Probably trash. Yeah. My first beat was trash. Everyone's first beat was trash relatively, right? And that's okay because you do it, you power through it. It's scary as fuck. And you you power through it and then you do another one. 
And it's like, okay, that one sucks too. But then the funny thing is, sometimes in those moments, you think your shit's so fire. Yeah, yeah, Which is yeah, great. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. Which is True. fine. Regardless of you True. thinking it's fire, it was probably trash. Right. And, and, and <laughs> but that's irrelevant because when you power, when you continue to power through a failure multiple or a fear multiple times, multiple times, multiple times, something really magical happens. Mm-hmm. You know what happens? Mm-hmm. You get a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a W. Right, it's like LeBron James's first basketball shot, his first free throw shot when he was a kid. I'm sure he was three years old, <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever age he was. LeBron, that first shot he took, probably missed it. He probably sucked. He, his form, he he is he he was an amateur, right? And there's a beauty to that because he went on to shoot. Uh, I mean, how many shots have LeBron? has LeBron taken his whole life? I would say, you know, hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. maybe million, mm-hmm. right? And now he's a beast. So I think that if we start to apply this thought of, okay, I'm fearful of something because of X, Y, and Z, the first step is to power through it and to do it once and to expect mm-hmm. failure, right. right? Expect it to not go good. I right. think that's what's killing all of us is mm-hmm. we think that our first try, it's, the ball's got to go in. Mm-hmm. No. Like the ball, you're supposed to miss the first shot. Right. Mm-hmm. My first beat is supposed to suck. The first time I track uh, an R&B vocalist after working with a million rappers, I'm not going to know what to do. What's auto-tune? What key is this in? What? How, how do I pan left and right and stack vocals and make vocals sound right? You know where I learned that, uh, Atlas? Mm-hmm. Smoke Robotic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because Mitch is crazy fucking vocal fucking stacking. Dude, yeah. I've never stacked vocals like that in my yeah. life. And we yeah. powered through it. Our first few songs sucked, but mm-hmm. then they got better. You were there yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah. And so... How I, many... I, mean, I remember they'd be in like 80... Oh, we would do like 80 10 to songs 100. a day. No, but like... Um, tracks? Tracks. Oh, It'd yeah. be like 80 tracks. 40, 50, 80 yeah, sometimes. something crazy with the harmonies. I'm there sitting there engineering like, holy shit, I have to figure this <laughs> yeah. out. Right. And my mixes really sucked uh, in the beginning, but yeah. I got better because it was repetition. So mm-hmm. there's this real beauty in powering through an initial fear and knowing <laughs> that it's okay, giving yourself permission that it's okay to fuck it up. Yeah. Right? Unless... You were hired to do a job and you finagled your way into it right. with no experience and then you fuck it up and you get fired. Whatever. I'm talking about personal stuff. I'm talking about the first time you make a beat, the first time you're in the studio with mm-hmm. a superstar. What mm-hmm. the fuck do you do? The first time you start uh, you know, posting on Instagram and uh, you're trying to get build up your social media fan base and you're mm-hmm. trying to like build this brand, you're not going to get those it's not going to be perfect at first yeah right but then if you keep powering through and you keep failing mm-hmm. fail 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 that win is going to come mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that in a philosophical way like oh the universe will grant you a win mm-hmm. right no it's math it's a numbers right. game statistics. i was just thinking the same thing it's yeah, all yeah. statistics mm-hmm. if i if i close my eyes and i'm at the free throw line and i throw the ball up right i'm gonna miss I'm probably going to miss 100 times. Mm-hmm. The 101 might go in, and it probably will mm-hmm. if I keep going. So I, I just, when I discovered sort of that, um, un, I call it an unlock, but when mm-hmm. I discovered that unlock, it like changed my life again because now I'm thinking I'm fucking invincible. Yeah, dude. That's, I'm so I'm telling you, that's the fact. fucking invincible mm. now. Talk and to Alice, him, you though. know me because it's, it's, in my, it's in my DNA. Yeah. When we opened up the studio in 2015, mm-hmm. 
scary. Yeah. <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. the fucking, we got to put this amount. <laughs> How are we going to build the wall? The yeah. air is yeah. fucked up. We got to do the We got to do the floors are cracking. And we got to do this, the B room. And then we got to hire interns. And and then, but guess what happened? Yep. We powered we through it, it, right? We did. We did. Power oh, moved. Oh, I need artwork. Power moved. Let me fucking figure it out on here mm-hmm. and make the artwork myself on my mm-hmm. phone. And the first few things I made were trash. But you know what? The You're nice with 15th, it now, though. <laughs> the, 15th, right. the 15th thing was Fire. decent. Yeah. And after doing it so much, I'm pretty nice. I remember I'd walk, I'd be like, yo, who did the artwork? Be, I'm all right. And you'd, be like, mm-hmm. and you'd look at me like, yeah, yeah no, and I I'm was okay. like, damn. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm decent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. There you go. You, you make your yeah, own yeah, shit. You got the, the clothing, right. clothing line. You see that champion? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Talk I'm, to I'm decent. That's right. I did this while I was taking a shit. <laughs> I, I made this got when him. I was taking a shit on the toilet. Uh, I love got it. Him. So anyway, love I'm it. just saying, like, the first time I put a drum kit out, everyone was shitting on me. Twenty dollars. Here you go. Could have bombed. Could have been terrible. Yeah. And it and it wasn't. And it could have gone left because at that time all the respect for you went out the window you're like you know i'm competing with Mm -hmm. uh this was 2011 so it's like you know ninth wonder and like you know uh uh who are the hot producers at the time like whoever the hot producers were at the time were not doing what i was doing Mm -hmm. right and but i did it and it sucked at first and but i powered through it so i've been Mm -hmm. i'm looking back at my thing the point is I'm looking back at what I've done already and I've always powered through a thing and I sucked. I always just sucked at first. It was just like I'm You always trash. figured it out. Always, always figured, figured it out. It out. Mm-hmm. The first trap beat I made was terrible. Mm-hmm. The first boom bat beat I made was terrible. The first pop uh, beat I made was terrible. You you know, you were kind of there with Smokey. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I was there every session. Early on, I'm like, okay, we have mm-hmm. a rapper who sings. Mm-hmm. We have a singer who's like a fucking vocal trained mm-hmm. professional singer who stacks 80 vocals. Mm-hmm. And I have to produce it and engineer it. And I have to work with another producer, which I've never really collaborated with another right. producer before. Mm-hmm. And I have to do that right now. And we, how many times did we do that per day? Five you or ten do, songs. Oh yeah, Repetition. you guys work. I've, I'm going to be honest. I still say to this that this day, you guys are way ahead of your time. Like to mm-hmm. me, you guys should be should have been out of here, right? And to watch you guys work, I mean, you and Conrad doing the beats, right? Zach Sear doing the raps. To me, at the time, was the dopest rapper I knew. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And then with the dopest singer, Father Dude, which to me till this day is the best male vocalist songwriter mm-hmm. that I know, hands down. Period. And, but watching you guys work together, you guys had this science down. It was like while you and Conrad were building or making the track, Zach and Mitch and Father Dude are, you know, mumbling, coming up with ideas, you know, uh, uh, recording it on the phone. And then you just see the like baby grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's walking, then it's like, you know, it's crawling, then it's like, you know, waddling and it's walking and it's freaking sprinting down the road. And I was just like, these guys are fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. You know, and that, those were some great times. I learned so much even then, you know, working with you guys, like traveling with Smokey and, you know, like basically kind of like managing you guys yeah. and like, and, uh, which must have been another kind of low key scary thing right. too. It's oh, like, dude. Oh, I have to do Manage. stuff oh, I never God. did before. I right. remember, I, I remember getting emails like, yo, at, can you reach out to this venue? And, da, 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 and I'm just like, holy shit, and I've never what? done this, you're but like, I did it. You're you like, know, say what? You know what? You know what it reminds me of too, even when I started True Masters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I started True 
was like last year. Right. And Neil, you remember when mm-hmm. we were coming up with the concept and I was like shooting, shooting ideas at you and like I have this type of vision and blah, blah, blah. And in hindsight, it's like I was scared because I'm like, dude, I, that means if I'm going to follow through with this, I have to book 24 acts, find <laughs> a venue and execute this and I'm hosting it and it has to go and not this be way. in the hole right <laughs> and do it yeah exactly and actually have people come out yeah and act, exactly and, and the promote venue it. and promote <laughs> it and make sure the bar guarantee is, is 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 there for the venue so they invite me back you know making sure it, it was a lot and let me tell you I was terrified yeah but anyone who knows me like you guys know me you guys know I'm a hustler you guys know I don't take no for an answer, and you guys know I will figure it out, and I'm always brainstorming and always like coming up with ideas and concepts. That's just what I do. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't stop that. But I was terrified. But sure enough, through my relationships and just you know just being a good person to people, if I needed something, I can just yo. Do you know like a venue that I can maybe? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Listen, hit up this person. Boom, finding the venue. The hardest part about the thing is finding the talent for True Masters, especially dancers. Yeah. Because dancers want to get paid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a budget at the time to pay dancers anything, Mm -hmm. you know? So I had to find these dancers willing to do it on the strength, especially on the first show when it's never been done before. Now I'm up to um, the third installment of True Masters, which is January 24th here, Mm -hmm. here in New York City. Um, If you're interested in that, just follow me, Atlas The Plug. The link is in my bio. Um, or follow True Master Show, but like now I'm on number three, and like I'm not saying I'm not ner- I'm not nervous, like I'm yeah. not tripping. Like to me, I'm excited mm-hmm. to do it, and like I think if you're scared, if you if you feel scared to do something, that's basically your body just saying, "Hey, go do it." Yeah, mm-hmm. just go figure it out at this mm-hmm. point. Just go do it, you know. And if you don't do it. You'll look yourself. You'll look yeah. in the future and just hate yourself. It's, it's, it's fear of failure, fear of getting clowned on, clowned on. Yeah. Fear of fear of um, maybe destroying relationship. Yeah. Right. What people think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What people mm-hmm. think, and it's all these these fears of something that your mind just made up in your mind. Yeah. You know, Dude, it's that's like a fact. it's like experiencing that's trauma before the trauma. Yeah. Which is so unfair. Wow, that's a good one. Like, and you drive yourself crazy. And then you go mad, and then you know, and then you start shooting cocaine, and then you become a guy. <laughs> and, you, and then you die. <laughs> and then you go to rehab, and, and then, then you die. You know, so, like, yeah, I, I really, it's interesting what you said just now, Atlas, about the whole, you know, dancers want to get paid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the getting paid thing is so interesting because uh, another thing that I've been thinking about, too, is the idea of, why something costs as much as it does. Mm -hmm. And you got to really think about, there's two things that we pay for, right? While we, in this uh, economy, we pay for a product or a service, right? To, in general. And so when you think about the product or the service, you think about, okay, are these, is this thing that I'm about to spend my money on? Is this something that I can get somewhere else? Is this mm-hmm. a, a product or service that I'm offering to someone that I know that this person can go somewhere else and get a better version of? And I think that's like so powerful and important to think about because if we decide to create a service or a product for ourselves, in our case, as I'll say, as music producers, it's our beats, mm-hmm. it's our music. What justifies my product 
to be special enough to want to for that customer to want to come to me as opposed to someone else. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's such a great way to kind of look at the stuff we do. It's like, mm-hmm. again, and I, I'm, I don't mean to like talk about myself a lot, but you know, I think about this service of like pass the aux with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to really get that experience from anyone else, which creates this sort of market value in the marketplace of um, inspiring and empowering uh, the community I come from, right? You could go to this other company or you could go to this other person Mm -hmm. or you could go to YouTube and do Mm -hmm. that, fine. But you choose to come to me and there's a reason why you choose Ill Mind. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. And that reason is, it's one word, trust. Trust. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that, Ill, because like two weeks ago, I had someone, so I went out to an event, to a beat battle, and uh, somebody recognized me from Blap Chat, and, and we were talking, and they Did came. Did they go, Mundo? No. Oh, uh, no, but he woke up to me, he was like, he, they like stopped, they looked at me, pointed at me, and he goes, Alice the Plug? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's like, dude, I love Blap Chat, I love what you guys are doing, thank you so much, uh, I listen to you guys all the time, so that was like awesome to hear. And they went to Pass the Ox, uh, New York. And like two weeks previously, they went to, I'm not going to say whose name, so don't even ask. Mm-hmm. They went to another mm-hmm. producer workshop kind of thing. Um, super famous producer, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, I got I got to really commend, you know, uh, Ilman and like what you guys are doing. Because like I went to Pass the Ox and compared to what I experienced at the other one. And it was so much more intimate, like what Ilman like being with him like he spent so much time with us like one-on-one and we were all like in front of him we're at the other thing it was like the guy was on stage and like he was sitting over there and they're sitting over there and there's like a microphone and it was like really kind of like it was more like a showcase it wasn't really intimate and kudos to you ill because he was he just went crazy about how um he learned so much and just the intimacy of it because yeah you're right in front of them right. in a room and it's just you and it's them it's and more it's more of a connection yeah it's a huge connection. connection yeah and if, if if you're not connecting and there's no intimacy then there's no point right mm-hmm. there's no point then what right. are you paying for what are you there for mm-hmm. right like m- m- the, what i'm kind of realizing about passy ox is it's bigger than me yeah. it's uh, well all i'm doing is mm-hmm. i'm lighting a fire i'm going to this city and i'm lighting a fire and telling these creatives I'm allowing for them to feel like they're part of this community and hopefully lighting a fire in in all of them to now have this sort of small network uh, or starting point to where they can start to grow. And I'm starting to see it. Oh, it's happening. Past the Aux one year ago in Buffalo, I'm getting hit up like, yo, that night was amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I've met like a couple people that night that changed my life and blah, blah, blah. And I hear stories and, and that's what's, that's the the sole reason why I keep doing this. Like, mm-hmm. again, going back to fear, this started when we had the studio open uh, and closed in 2017. Mm-hmm. We were closing it down. That's how Past the Ox idea came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how that was going to go. I didn't know how much this thing would cost, what mm-hmm. a producer would spend, what I'm going to do. How am I going to be able to travel to a city mm-hmm. and be able to afford to do that? And what will happen? Are they expecting me to just give them feedback on their music and then mm-hmm. they walk away happy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm realizing after doing it for a year and a half that it's it's me going in there and lighting a fire and getting uh, these people to feel empowered 
to move forward and and conquer failure of eventually you know mm-hmm. what i mean because if you're there at my past the ox you've already won step right. number one yep. is showing you, up you showed showing up. up yeah exactly mm-hmm. you showing talk about it all the time atlas like you decided to invest in yourself and do that and the results are, are astonishing man mm-hmm. it's really great um man like i don't know go ahead, go ahead. you know Continue. i had it's funny so i had a, a new year's eve get together mm-hmm. and uh actually josh was there jay jules hey. was there yeah and uh Did you guys jump in the pool uh, there was no pool. It was raining outside, and we, but we still went on my roof deck. It was nice. super, super sick. Anyway, um, so I'm standing there, and I'm looking around at like the, most of the people that were at my party. I know I had about, Joshua, like 20 people, would you say, 25? And one, two, four or five of them started either as interns at Roseville or uh, they went to pass the ox. And you know, they they met me or whatever. And we just and a lot of these people, I got other opportunities to like intern at this studio to yeah. this person who you know who's kind of popping is looking for an assistant. Yo, let me link you with them. So I was like, got them all. This person owns a studio. He's looking for a partner. Let me link you with them. So I like they're all now like doing their thing. And I, and there was a point in the night where I was looking around and I was like, wow, we're really building yeah. something special here in yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. Like, if you come to New York, like, I, I'm at the point now where I feel like if you come to New York, you got to see one of us. Right. You know what I'm saying? In some type of capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't mean it as a cocky thing. I yeah. just mean, like, because we're moving the culture here yeah. in New York City. You know, mm-hmm. it's a fact. You could ask around anyone who's in New York and you ask them about Blab Chat or Ill Mind yeah. or Perfection right. or me. If they're really in the scene, they're going to know. But the point I'm getting to is, you know. Even these young kids who were, had the opportunity to come intern for us, probably scared. I mean, Josh, when I interviewed you, you were probably shitting in your pants, right? Um, and I remember when I called you, it was like, Josh, I'm really not sorry to tell you. You did say But that. you're going to have hired. to show up tomorrow to work. Yeah. You got it. You know you're what I mean? Hired. Yeah. You're hired. And like just seeing all these guys grow, is it's, there's nothing better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's nothing better. Yeah. It's, it's when you're part of... Uh, a group of people you relate to, you feel a sense of uh, belonging, yeah, mm-hmm. right, and you feel a sense of like purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another huge thing uh, about being a human being is uh, you. We all want to feel like we belong to something, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's mm-hmm. what's also so special about you know just like having the studio and mm-hmm. then you know past the aux and just all these different events that people do. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity for people to congregate. And from there, who knows what could happen. And that also helps you conquer fear when you're around people that are mm-hmm. like-minded like you, yep. you know, because you feel Absolutely. comfortable. You feel like, well, I'm oh, not you alone. Oh, you do it too. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, 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 you know, and sometimes when they, you know, at some point they, they thank you. Sometimes even like multiple times, like, hey, yo, or, you know, you guys, yo, man, thank you so much. If you didn't give me that one shot. Like even Riser, you might you know Riser, the producer, mm-hmm. Riser. So Riser was at my party, and at one point during the night, like he stopped everything, made like a big speech about <laughs> how I gave him his first opportunity. He's so sentimental. He, yeah, Riser. he's such a nice guy. About like yeah, um, how I gave him like his first you know DJ gig at eighty twenty party, mm-hmm. and he's never DJed. But I said, dude, just play your beats. That's how fire it is. I don't care. Just hit yeah. play. And now he's throwing his own events Word. and DJing his own thing with mm-hmm. Midnight Collective. So you know. I think, you know, as I'm getting older and I'm you know, older than these guys, and but still young at the same time, I'm at the point now where I just want to just just keep giving people dope mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. That's you know what, what this I'm is saying? about. That's literally it. Like, mm-hmm. how could I help you? I'm, I'm not really I'm not asking for anything, 
but how can I help you get where you want to get? And watching it happen in front, in front of your eyes, which has happened multiple times, there's yeah. no better feeling. That's how you create value. Yeah. That's how you create mm-hmm. value as a person, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. you become that person that if you were to be excluded from the equation, mm-hmm. it would feel very empty. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It would feel and and that's I think, you know, obviously that's like a super dark deep thought like damn, I don't want like I don't want to feel like I could just get fucking deleted, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, exactly. in, right. in 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 having that type of mindset, you th- you think about going into a, a, a specific situation or a matrix of people and say, how can I become indisposable? Mm-hmm. How can I fucking kill my performance or do what I do to where they can't get rid of me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we spoke about that too, like uh, your experience, Alice, with mm-hmm. um, with uh, um, the, the gym right. and being like, a, mm-hmm. you know, just like a super top performer, Equinox, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and being like a super top performer and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, when you have that value, when you create that value in a thing, it's like you want to you want to leave your mark and be special, right? And mm-hmm. so I think that's what's also missing is uh, again I'll speak from the artistic community yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like when people create art, it's just a bunch of overthinking. They're just mm-hmm. overthinking yeah. it, like like uh, is is this good enough? Will you like it? Can it? Oh man, I've been to studio sessions ill and I'm sure you guys have too. I mean, you guys have been in a ton of them. But there's nothing worse when like the artist is just uh, artist is ready to go. Mm. The artist is he just wants to sing, rap, she just want they just want to go, right? They're in the booth. The engineer plays the the, the track. The artist like is like maybe gets like a bar and a half in and the engineer stops it like yo i think you should i'm just like dude just let the let let the guy just go right now he's in the zone like don't fuck up the flow you know what i'm saying like just let him just go and then you can get so it's like there's nothing worse when you go to when when and and i see it and i but like you know i'm on the side so i don't really want to interfere just yet i just kind of want to see how it turns out but there is something about you know uh an artist or someone that just wants to express themselves and they're ready to go and someone's like nitpicking at them. Yeah. You know, it's like now's not really the time to nitpick. Like, let me get warmed up. Let me do my right. thing. Let me do a couple of takes. We can comp it later. Let me do like 20 takes, actually. Right. And we'll comp this. We'll move this here. We'll take the best one and mm-hmm. slide that over there. And it's like I'm seeing some of these engineers um, and it's just like and they want to be like Diddy. It's like, dude. Right. You're not Diddy yet. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I was saying earlier. Sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm in the studio and I'm in my zone. Right. And someone's like, Amy, client. And I'm just like. Yeah. The the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just fucked up the vibe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that happens all the time. And you just have to know how to control it and just like be a team player. Yeah. It's all about being a team player. You know what I mean? That's really And people just got to know when the right time mm-hmm. when it's the right time for certain things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think why people do it too is because you know if if i just pop up because i love oh you guys know i love to just pop up at studios yeah. and just see different artists and see kind of what's going on who's moving and shaking and stuff like that and you know some so if i go in you know and like the engineer or you know the whoever you know running the session you know they want to try to impress me. So they're going to like yeah. stop, yo, you know, like try to be the man. It's like, dude, you don't have to do that. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. Like, don't try to show, you're not showing off. You're just hurting the process. Mm-hmm. Hurting yourself. And hurting then, yourself. Right. Yeah. I've right. seen that so many times where people are like, I don't want to work with that engineer again because they just talk too much or, right. yeah. mm-hmm. you know, too much input. 
exactly fly mm-hmm. on the wall exactly exactly um it's interesting so earlier today we had many conversations in the green room today actually yeah. um me and josh were talking and um josh he was tell- and he was telling me how much he loves reading rainbow Oh yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I bet. <laughs> Take a I just look. made that up. It's in the book. Reading Rainbow. Who doesn't love reading Rainbow? Come on. And um, then the guy um, was in like Star Trek and had that thing over his yeah. eyes. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Bird box. No. Um, <laughs> Bird box. But we were um, we were talking about a multitude a multitude of things, and um, there's this we were it led to this conversation about how there's just like so many artists out there. I'm talking about producers, rappers, singers, blah, blah, blah. There's so many artists out there that are just always, always, always just looking for shortcuts. Mm. Shortcut, shortcut this. How do I get here quicker? How do I do this easier? How do I go here, 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 here? And when you look at the people in whatever industry you're in, the top tier five people that are most successful in that industry that you're trying to pursue, literally zero percent of them took a shortcut right unless you were born into a rich family congratulations bro you have money (laughs) cool but for the 99.999999 percent the rest of us we weren't right Mm -hmm. and so zero percent of the uh top tier took shortcut meanwhile you are 99.999 percent of the not top tier and you're looking for a shortcut. Mm-hmm. The math doesn't add up. A perfect example of that. Um, like if I go on Instagram and I'm looking at an artist or whoever it is, graphic designer, whatever, and I go and I see, you know, 300,000 followers. I'm like, okay, 300, mm-hmm. I'm looking pretty good. You know, uh, following like 1,000, okay, not bad. <laughs> but I look at your last post from two days ago and it's got 200 likes. Yeah. Come on, man. Five comments from Come graphic on. designers. Five comments that are from spam because you hashtag music producer, producer, right. this, that, whatever. Yeah. So the spam not just organic. came through. And it's like, honestly, when I look at that, I get so turned off. Mm-hmm. I will not even listen to the music. Yeah. yeah. Because to me, it's like uh, the Khaled voice. Congratulations. You, you played, played yourself. yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's just such, I don't even know who allows these people to do like whoever their management team is or who were label or whoever's running it's it's just not a good look yeah it's not it's just it's really not. really not a good look yeah. i'd rather see you at 50,000 followers and getting like 300 comments yeah right yeah to me that's way more swaggier than you know 300,000 or whatever yeah. you know what i mean so exactly. to me that's like so that's the you know ill what you were talking about buying your way in right yeah. it's like to me that's a version of it it's just yeah. you know through technology yeah i've you know seen I mean? yeah. so many people like that with like twenty thousand followers and like a hundred likes yeah oh well here's the other one if you're on twitter and you have a million followers and you're following and you're a following nine hundred thousand and nine it's Christ. like it's no. like what program are you running bro yeah. like <laughs> help me get and my twitter much, follow up but i don't want to be following all those time people do you have to wait much noise? to sit there and fucking press follow no 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 but that's the thing no 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 there's an algorithm there's programs out there that'll just do it for you but why but 
I hate seeing that. Like I've yeah. seen people that would follow me and, you know, I'll see their bio and I'm like, oh, okay, you might be someone that, you know, could potentially be cool to connect with. And then mm-hmm. I see that you're following 500,000 people and I'm like, you don't care about me. Unbelievable. I'm not following you. It happened exactly. to me. I don't, I'll, I'll even say the guy's name. I don't even care. On Twitter, <laughs> I think his name is like Noah Miller or something like that. Oh, yeah. He's got a blue check mm-hmm. and uh, he followed me and then spammed me, which I thought it was a real message. Like, yo, I really, I really fuck with what, you know, you're giving back to community, whatever. So I replied thought thinking it was genuine. Like, mm-hmm. yo, good luck. And after looking at his profile, like I was like, I was like, dude, he just got me, bro. Yeah. He yeah. just dead yeah. ass I got me. I never follow people like that because I'm just like, if you're following 500,000 people, yeah. what do you care about me? You're probably not even seeing my tweet yeah. on yeah. your timeline. Yeah. Right. Like. Exactly. You know, the moral of the story is give me one example of a short cutter that rose to the top. Mm-hmm. Give me one. And, and, and that actually, like, lasted. Mm. Yeah. That's a, see, that's the key. A lot of they don't last. Yeah. They'll get there because they either had the guap to pay or, you know, with some resources mm-hmm. or, or someone gave them the cosign. Right. You can get there, but, like, like you, exactly you like you said, it? Avian, the one, like, you can get there, but name one that's actually lasted? Yeah. I can't think of one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's I also this, this, like, we've been brainwashed to think that we need a million followers. We need to sell a million records. We need a million streams on Spotify. And if you get there, fine, that's great. That's a great goal. But you know what? That's where the problem is. Because, you know, as an artist, you, you're you targeting millions of people, right? So let's, let's think about a scenario here. Think about uh, a group of one million people. Just to try to imagine one million people. So then... Out of these one million people, you have the majority, which is like the bell curve in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then you have, let's say that's 80%, right? 80% of a million. And then you have the 10% over here and then the 10% over here. So there's this bell curve that happens, right? And then the people on the edges. And this graph, let's say, represents uh, taste in music. So you're telling me that your goal is to try to make music for the 80% mm-hmm. when the 80% consumer's taste level is and I dare I say generic top of the charts I'm not knocking this um, sh- give me the music I, I don't necessarily care about the music or the artist just give it to me and we're going to stream it and we're going to do it that way I'm not a high level music consumer mm-hmm that person so you're telling me that you're you want those numbers but 90 percent of the artists that are making music right now are also chasing that so your chances of breaking through that noise are actually one in a million Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. a needle in a haystack situation exactly so i i really challenge us as creators to reverse engineer that and say you know what fuck the 80 percent let me fuck with the edges. Mm-hmm. Let me do something that's true to me, something that's original and thought-provoking and uh, you know, provide some type of value, something different. And let me go to the little 10%. Let me tap into that 10%. Because if I tap into that 10% and that's you know, uh, 50,000 people and then 10,000 people hear it and 1,000 people love it, I have 1,000 people that are willing to come to my shows 
buy my merch, exactly. buy my album, go to the meet and greet. When they meet me, they take a picture and tell me how much I changed their life. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be that type of artist and entrepreneur, or would you rather be a needle in a haystack mm-hmm. and have you know a million people not connect with you and not really know much about you and not really want to connect with you like that? Yeah, I mean, that's... It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, that's your core following. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. what all artists want. They want a core following. Like, but they don't nurture it. Right. That's the problem. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, but if you do, mm-hmm. like that core following will take a fucking bullet for you. You want to know why? Because out of those thousand people, guess how many of their friends are going to tell? Three friends each. Exactly. And then a year from now, your shit's going to triple. Right. Because you're getting referrals left yeah. and right. But the but the, but the the million, the, the, the middle... Class, I'll call them the middle class. Forget about you. They're not going to say shit. Yeah, because you're just you're just you're just a song on on their playlist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so I I just I just think that as producers, even we should approach our music making in that way and say, hmm, maybe instead of like trying to produce for uh, a Drake album when Drake has. X amount of producers and blah blah blah. Maybe I'll get there one day. I will, and that's a, g- a good goal to have. But maybe for now, I should focus on this one little ten percent person exactly. who I can really build with and right. nurture, who really fucks with me as a producer. The local guy who's kind of buzzing, exactly, kind of buzzing, doesn't really have a producer. Mm-hmm. Kind of you know leases them here and there or whatever. That's the guy you want to get. Yeah, and then and then that graph starts to shift. Mm-hmm. Right, you go from oh this is a ten percenter to. Oh, wow. We're actually tapping into the middle now. Dude, a perfect example of that is you, Il. Because mm-hmm. El Desente, he wasn't, like, mainstream. No. He wasn't... He was popping underground, but, like, you know, my mom doesn't know who he is. I, yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? But now, And you've worked with Drake. My mom knows who Drake is now. Right. Yeah. But, like, you did, you did that. I worked with Drake 14 years later. Wow. When I first started, it was all 10%. Underground. It was El Sensei. It was Acrobatic. These are all people you guys never heard of, probably. Mm-hmm. It was Acrobatic. It was Little Brother. Little Brother. Before, before oh they God. blew up. It was mm-hmm. Little Brother. It was, and so it was 10%, 10%. Sky small Zoo. guy, small fry, small mm-hmm. Sky Zoo. Mm-hmm. You know, small, underground, underground, underground. And then what happened, right? Seeds were planted. Quality of music was there. Right. And then, oh, Questlove, here's Little Brother. Questlove, Coastline's Little Brother. Little Brother blows up. Fonte from Little Brother inspires this new rapper from Toronto named Drake. Drake is born. Boom, boom, boom. So all these little steps, right? I didn't start in the middle. Mm-hmm. I started on the edges. Mm-hmm. Facts. Everyone in, my, in that generation was trying to produce for 50 Cent mm-hmm. and Eminem and Jay-Z. Did I want those placements? Of course. Did I try? Yeah. Did I get any? No. Because I was a nobody. I was just, just another producer. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck it. Let me work with Acrobatic. Fuck it. Let me work with El Sensei. Fuck, oh, Sky Zoo, this new kid from Br- Brooklyn. Let me fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Yo, little brother, what's good? Let me fuck with you guys. And that, over time, it was built, built, built. The first, first time I met J. Cole, when we did uh, Love Yours, right? 2013, late 2013, um, early 2014. You know what was the first thing he said to me? He was like, yo, I love your shit. I love that that Mob Deep shit you did. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was the first thing he said to me. He said, I love that Mob Deep shit you did. Two years, It was two years prior to that. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. I worked with Mob Deep because I met um, Havoc's manager, Chris, at Converse, where Benny used to work. Oh, Rubber Tracks. At Rubber Tracks. Yeah. 
and we had did some sessions and we built and then Havoc found out about me and started working with them boom 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 and I was working with Mob Deep and I think I believe I met Chris because he was impressed with the work I did with like Sean Price and Duck Down and, mm. and you know more underground stuff so there's really when people ask me about like oh how did you blah 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 it's like Yo, I started on the edges. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the the probably most important thing you have to think about as a creator is how can I go into this system and disrupt somehow so that in the future I can get chosen or mm -hmm. in the future I can have more access to the middle, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. the top. But I need to start on the sides. I need mm -hmm. to start on the edges. on the edges, I was going to say, you know, you got to live on the edge. It's true. I love that. I love that on the edges analogy because it makes sense. It's like, first of all, the people that are like the ones, the main ones, you know, ill, like you were saying, they have their people. Yeah, mm -hmm. they have their go-to people. That's why they're up there because they've developed a team of people around them, mm -hmm. and they've worked for so long, so they have their go-tos that they're going to go to yeah. every day. Oh, I need a beat, uh, Drake. Uh, let me hit Wonder. Let me hit you know whoever yeah. Murder. Let me hit whatever, uh, uh, Forty. But if you want to get to there, you have to you have to start on the edges. You, you start got, on you the got, edges. You got to do locally. You got to do that. But then also, you never know what they're listening to, right? Because you can work with like a local artist or an artist that is kind of on the come up, but it's not Drake. And you work on a fire song, and then Drake hears it, and he's like, yeah. "Damn, I want to work I with that get artist." Mm -hmm. Work on a remit, you know what I mean? So, and yeah. that's happened before. Look at Lil Baby, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Look, look at Block Boy JB, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? You know which song I I'm not gonna front. I really fuck with it. It's really hard. I've been like listening to it a lot. Uh, uh, is it Flip the Nero? The Leave yeah. Me Alone. Yeah, that's my shit. Yo, that is so hard. We actually mastered that. Ow. Did hey, you really? Hey, hey, hey. Shout out to Engine Room. He recorded it there. Did he record no, it? He recorded it there. We didn't master it. I gotta check okay, my he facts, recorded it there. Okay, but we did listen, something. that's fire. That yeah. track is so hard. So yeah. fire. And Khaled, like, listen, signed them. No, I, no, no. He's, he's We the Best. It's yeah. it's like we the best. There's like a chain. It's like well, I think we, he was with cinematic first. The cinematic, then, we the best, and I think epic. Yeah, mm. is all, all involved. But in that. Khaled co-signed that record. Wow, yeah. that then, record is hard. Listen, yo. all those guys started off on the edges, man, and the edges can represent a lot of things. Like, look look at Drake, 2006. He was a 10 percenter. Mm -hmm. He was an underground. He was nobody. He was he, Drake, 40, and Boy Wonder, 2006. Guess where they were. They were in, in the, the fucking basement. basement. Wow. They were they were on the edge. They were like, we got this rapper. He's going to sing, too. Mm -hmm. When the only sing rapper really close to the thing, I guess 50 was kind of, no one was. Nobody. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that was a huge risk. At any point in time, they could have said, yo, Drake, you yo, shouldn't Drake's sing. Yo, Drake's career has come a long 40, fucking way. 40 could have been engineering that and been like, Drake, don't sing. No mm -hmm. one's singing right now. Right. Let's be like everyone else. Right, right, right. Stick to rapping. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. But they were like, fuck it. We're going to live it. on the edge and we're going to try this shit. And if it doesn't work, we only got one shot. Fuck it. Let's try it. And it fucking worked. No, I remember having a comp, uh, me and Zach from Smokey Robotic. This is a while ago, at least five, six years ago. Mm. And uh, I, we were having a conversation. We were in L.A. actually. I mm know. -hmm. I remember we were in L.A. And me and Zach were talking about Drake. And I was like, dude. That guy is going to be the prince of hip hop. <laughs> That's literally what I said. And he was like, oh, no. I'm like, dude, trust me. That guy is literally going to, he's going to be able to, he's going to do like no wrong. This yeah. guy is like that guy. He's that talented. And sure enough, I mean, to me, in my opinion, Drake is that guy right now. Yeah. Like he's the prince. No, he's I'm not going to say the king. Because mm -hmm. that I got to give to me, Jay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, Drake, he, he, he's yeah. that dude, man. He's that he dude. He really is. He's, he's, he's that dude. That's actually a good argument. Yeah. I think if you had to only pick top two overall, still alive, still relevant, top two overall rappers. It's got to be Jay it's first. Gotta, it's got to be Jay and Drake. It's got to be. Yep. I don't think... And you, can, you can consist- intertwine them. Consistent. There's an argument for one, two, two, one. I believe. Mm, right? Not well, King. Not King though. King. King's got to go to Jay. It's intertwinable, and I only say that only because Jay's been doing it, you know, fifteen, twenty years. Right. Longer. Which is which is kind of unfair, I think. Well, that's but why he's also, King because he has seniority. Also, he's doing well, it longer. But then also, I feel like let's keep it real. Mm. Jay doesn't miss. That's what I'm saying. Right. He's been doing it like forever. No, but Drake's also been doing it forever. But Drake's come out with stuff. I've not as long as Jay. Not as long as Jay. Of course. Not as long. But I'm saying like, well, Drake's, he's older, so he'll Drake, never be. But that's what I'm saying. Jay. That's why he's the king. But there are people right now. that have had a career longer than Drake, and people consider them legends, and they they're miss they miss, right. they shoot and they miss. They're not consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, Drake is up there. But yeah. I will say, I love Drake. I, all his shit's fire, but there yeah. have been certain things that he's put out that kind of was like yeah because missed. it's numbers it's numbers not I was, I was gonna say yeah. Hove, LeBron everything Hove has come out with like there were certain things in his earlier day that people would be like ah that wasn't my favorite but like right. Hove's been consistent fire versus and bars. and and the brands yeah. I mean think about all the different the titles yeah come on listen Drake I love you yeah, Papa, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. title yeah. Papa, you know Rockefeller yeah. you know OVO's well, the whole the whole her. point is that they are top two, hundred percent, right? And, that's the and and it's so interesting when you think about Jay Z and Drake and their failures and their fears, right? And and it's almost easy to kind of put two and two together and say and think about like all the potential opportunities. Like title for a little while there was like oh yeah. that might not work. Yeah. They, yeah. Might, they might sell that joint. He did though. And right, right. He did, and he made a ton of money. But not a failure. Not a failure. They, yeah. um, they've had failures, you know, like being a very small percentage market right. share, and mm-hmm. people thought they were a bigger part of Dealing, the market share. Going against Apple and trying everything. Trying to get subscribers. Yeah. Title was such a big risk, and that was that's part of one of Jay Z's biggest uh, successes. Mm-hmm. You, you know what part I think? Legacy. You know what I think? What took Title, in my opinion, took Title like to that next. When they were doing the exclusive albums and like the exclusive yeah. content, the content, and you had to go there to see it, like yeah. if Re- I think a Rihanna drop, I forget who it is, I could be wrong. Beyonce there, too, I think. Was yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you had to go there to right. get it. That to me was the smartest move they ever right. did, because then you, there was no, you can't go to right. Apple, and right. then and then just connecting to the culture, right? Because title is very cultural; it's it's yeah. veered towards like the right. hip hop world, right? You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. the culture minorities. Exactly. Exactly. So you know that that's a place where you go, where you're gonna find that. And they pay like triple everyone else. Sorry guys, yeah. But they pay right. like triple if you do a million streams. On title, I think it's twelve thousand dollars. If you do a million streams on Spotify, I think it's like three or four. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're 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 doing things to beat out the competition. And this is another reason why, if you're an artist or you're a producer, you need to put your stuff on out on all platforms. Yeah. SoundCloud and YouTube is not going to cut it. It's it's not it's not how at this it's point popping. that's a no brainer. If you're not using TuneCore, DistroKid, that's what I'm not, saying. You're you're way behind. You're back you're in 2012. Way exactly. You're, you're, you're and ill. There's still people just handing out CDs. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't even want to go there. That's on Forty Second Street. Yeah, I don't even want to go there. Anybody else? Like, come on. I think, I think, I think the only time I've gotten CDs <laughs> is guys who are like thirty-five or older. They How just do you listen? How do you get to LA? You gonna walk there, old school? No, right. take a horse. It's faster. No, mm-hmm. you're not gonna take a horse. Right. Go on a fucking airplane. Right. Right. Save yourself some Grow time. That's the that's the right airplane. shortcut. That's right. a good shortcut to take. Put it on a flash drive. Yeah, put it on a flash drive. Right. You know, I, I think all of this conversation kind of boils down to kind of all sums up to one thing. And I think the important thing is to, as creators, I think we have to just remember that it's okay for me to create a piece of art that not everyone likes. I think that thought is so underrated. Because there's too many of us that are trying to appeal to everyone. It's mm-hmm. like it's like in fashion. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna put on a, 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 an outfit that is acceptable and is like appeals to generally every person, mm-hmm. so that no one gets mad at you or so right. that no one you know clowns you for what you wear. Those days are done. Yeah. Those days are fucking done. Yeah. Right. And so as an artist, you have to really think hard about why am I making music. Who am I making music for? Does this music that I'm making make me happy? Yeah. And if it makes 100 people happy out there, as opposed to a million, that's okay. Right. Because all I have to do is focus on those 100 and and nurture them with exactly. content mm-hmm. so that they keep coming back to the mm-hmm. point where they trust me mm-hmm. and they love me mm-hmm. and they tell their friends. And then next so year true. I have 200. Mm-hmm. That's literally the name of the fucking game. And if you're not playing that game, mm-hmm. you're playing the other game, which is the cheap let one. me sit here and waste my time looking for a shortcut I'm never going to find. Right. right. Pay the money. Let me try this, that, this, that. It's not going to work. Let me try to make music that appeals to everybody. Not going to work because mm-hmm. it's too flooded. And you're yeah. making shitty versions of mm-hmm. what's already out there, which mm-hmm. is good enough. Mm-hmm. And four, you're not connecting with anyone. Yeah. You're not making any real connection. So choose one, dude. Choose mm. one. You're going you're gonna to do that or you're going to be honest with yourself and start fucking shooting what you kill, eat what you kill. You're going to start grinding for real. I love the be honest with yourself line because, you know, and, and listen, my, my social media following is, is not huge, but it definitely has been growing. And uh, what I've noticed that is when I speak. So I started doing this thing on my Instagram, and, and, and anyone who follows me, you could see there's like the three rows, right? And each row I've kind of like put to a certain thing. Like one is for Blap Chat, mm-hmm. uh, one is for uh, any any other events, True Masters, and any other stuff I have going on. Uh, by the way, big announcement next week, which I'm not going to announce mm-hmm. now. I'll do it next week. Uh, and the other one is like my Twitter inspirational stuff. And when I started doing like the Twitter inspirational tweets, I mean, it was actually the one that really motivated me to do it. And, you know, and he would like retweet my stuff. And I was like, wow, freaking ill my butt. Like mm-hmm. it kind of building. But the point I'm getting to is when I started doing like my Twitter inspirational tweets and, you know, screenshotting it and then putting it on my Instagram. The first one I did, I was so brutally honest with myself. Yeah. Like, if any one of those posts that you see, I'm just talking about me. Mm -hmm. That's really all that is. I'm just being honest with myself. But I'm expressing it, and I'm being very truthful, and I'm I'm putting it out uh, uh, on social media. Yeah. And I remember the first time, before I hit send, like, my finger was shaking. Like, like, dude, if you send this, like, you're out there. It's real. This is like you're putting yourself out there. And I did it. You overcame the fear. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And people and, related to you. And I did it and poof, my and comments. And then how did that feel? 
It felt relieving. Yeah. It felt very. It felt yeah. like I don't have to worry about that anymore. I let it go. And now, and then in doing that in that moment, you've just unlocked something that could continue to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it helps other people. I get so right. many DMs and comments like, "Dude, that shit you Same. posted, man! Mm-hmm. Like, that's some real right. shit." Because I'm going through this, you know, boom, boom, boom. Listen, I always say, don't give advice on stuff you've never experienced. Right. Exactly. Fact. Don't. Don't, don't be that's a, a fucking YouTuber fact. with yeah. the little camera looking at the thing. And they can be see like, right fact. through Do it. this. This is five steps Word. to this and that. And this. That's why I don't do that shit. I mean, I do rants because I. it's a train of thought. I live through it. Right. That's why I, for me personally, I film content where I'm engaging with real people because I'm telling them my truth. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and hopefully people grab mm-hmm. value in that. And so... All these fucking videos where they're five steps to this. Yeah. And, right. and, but guess what? Look at my resume. I haven't right. done shit. Right. Yeah. There's like I'm a guy. you how to do it. Yeah. There's like a guy who walks out of a Lamborghini and he's like walking into his mansion. Oh, and he's like, look, guys, you know, when I started out, I had no money. <laughs> and, you know, and, and there's four steps in like Ill said. Whenever time I see that, I'm just like, no. Can I skip this ad like ASAP? I really don't want to see this right if now. If there's a video on YouTube four steps to success and it has two million views and it was posted three years ago you're talking three years later i want to see at least 50 percent of those people which is one million people become millionaires where are they that's like this one where are they that's like this one, where are you at this show, me, show me show me show me the results of your bullshit five-step program mm. let me say that one more time show me the results of your bullshit five-step program and i will shut up you that's know, like this one i'll kid. be quiet yeah i saw this at this um this like blogger webs this blogger profile on yeah. instagram you don't have to give them any shit. yeah <laughs> they promoted um this kid that he's like oh you know i'm an entrepreneur and i became a millionaire and then they posted a pic of him it's like him at 18 with like a gucci a Gucci fucking bell and like mm. sneakers and like a jersey and then him at 21 with a trench coat and like he's like you know follow the listen to me you can easily become a millionaire I'm like bruh yeah. and people mm. are like all he did was change his fucking coat he just put a trench coat on right. and a button down shirt see when you approach it that way show me your bank not, account bro you're not You're think about what type of human being you are right you're not contributing anything positive to society what you're doing is You've decided to sell a lie to people to get rich. Mm-hmm. You might as well just work and find. But like, are you even getting rich though? You know what I mean? Or is it right, just like a, right. a um, fake it till you make it? Yeah. Or is right, it just a know. persona? It's, yeah, persona. That's a good right. one. That's a good. Like one. I look rich, so let me right. like have people spend fifty dollars on so a three-step program. Listen, more power to you if you if you're on the grind and you're hustling for money, like. Good luck. There's there's people out there that enjoy that and do that and that's fine. But I don't I personally you have to really think about what is that a life to live? I, do you I, want to hustle or do you want to do you want a hustle life or do you want to life love life? Yeah. I'd rather right? see a guy doesn't make a lot of money or a female, you know, or or artist, whoever it is, entrepreneur, it doesn't matter. I'd rather watch someone genuinely struggling. Mm-hmm working every day towards their goal, right? Eating, you know, uh, uh, apple or ramen noodles for dinner, whatever. Cereal with, with Cereal, water. Cereal, whatever, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, 
bread and peanut butter sandwiches. Spam. Spam. Oh, corned beef. Corned beef omelet. You, you, ever, you ever put corned beef in the egg? Oh, it's some back in the day. Oh, yeah. Back that in the day. Me, I, I got cornbread at home. I, I used to love cornbread back in the day. What about white rice and salt? You ever do that? Oh, and butter. <laughs> and butter. <laughs> Ketchup. Then, Ketchup. Uh, Cheerios and water. Yes. You know. Yeah. But um, anyway. Cheerios and water, I've never done that. Yeah, back no. in the day. Back really? In the day. Yeah, yeah. I'd just rather eat. <laughs> look at Josh. <laughs> Josh, I'd give me that look. I'd rather just eat the Cheerios yeah. dry. He's like, damn, like, man. It was like out that. Of my hand. You ever You ever dip a vanilla wafer, vanilla wafer in water? Ooh, it makes it like nice it and like sun, soggy. Yeah, so, and then yeah, you, yeah. you close your eyes and pretend it's an Oreo dipped in milk. Fire. Vanilla wafer in water. That's it's fire. Broke. That's fire. You know them 99 cent joints at the deli. The vanilla wafer shit. 100%. All right. But uh, anyway, to, uh, going back to what I was saying, I'd rather see someone being honest and genuine, struggling, but trying to make it and going out there and making the moves. To me, that's way more entertaining. Yep. Right. Because I know. 15 episodes in or like three months down the road, that person is going to be somewhere else. Yeah. Because they're already grinding and they're putting the work in now as opposed to, like we were saying, taking the shortcuts yeah. and figuring yeah. out ways to cheat. It's a scoreboard. I, a scoreboard. I, I don't want to see you in the, in, the, in the Lamborghini. I don't want to yeah. see you throwing money at strippers. Right. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that. I right. want to see someone who genuinely cares and is really trying to make yeah. power moves out yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's more interesting to me because seeing the growth makes me be a bigger fan yeah. of what they have going on and I want to see the next exactly. episode because it's relatable and you know what you yeah. do it's and you real. know what you do because we're in the industry you do the industry thing you know what it is you keep in touch just in case that's what mm. you do yeah. they text you <laughs> yeah. and you don't want to text back don't say no you know right. what you do you don't reply right because then when they become big you say oh I never got your text what's up oh my bad I'm ready. Mad busy. Right. my bad let's go Right. The game. Ew, ew. Say that one more time because I don't think these guys <laughs> caught on exactly to the gem yeah. that you literally yeah. just hey, dropped. Listen, Say it one more you, time. If you get someone's phone number and you text and they're like a big industry person, whatever it is, they were successful, whatever, and you're on your grind and they respect you and you guys had a good conversation and you text them and they don't reply back, doesn't mean they don't like you, doesn't mean that they want you to go away. If they don't reply, one potential reason is because they just want to keep you at bay. Right. They want to say, you know what? I'm not going to reply because I don't want to do this thing for you yet. But when you get to that point and then you text me and you're at that point where I feel like this is mutual, I will reply back to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And from the other person's perspective, it's like, oh, you're a piece of shit. Why don't you want to help me? The guy is the guy's super doing, busy. He's doing super shit. busy. Yeah. He's super doing busy. shit. Let the person live. Go out there and start hunting yeah. so you can you can work your ranks up and then get to that point. And when you start getting those callbacks, that's when the magic that's kind happens. Of like, mm-hmm. That's kind of like me. I have a lot of people that are always, and I, I don't mind helping people, yeah. but I have people that have like come up to me more often than not lately like, oh, I love what you do. I see this and that. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I get an internship or do you have any internship? I'm like, no. Yeah. Shooting their shot. Yeah. We're shooting their shot. I'm like, cool, shoot your shot, but like wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. I don't really know you. Mm-hmm. I don't know your work ethic. I haven't seen what you're capable of. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that is then that's gonna multiply as, you know, we do more shows oh, and definitely. it gets more successful. That stuff that's why people who are super successful, they don't answer any text, they don't reply because they're so busy. And you know, like Ilmine was saying yeah. earlier with that, but like and what you're saying, Avian, they just 
everyone's always asking you for something. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna see Lee or Cohen. Dude, in the room you know, you know and be how like, many? Yo, do you know how many times? You know how many times I get a DM or a random like someone I don't even know. Like, Yo, I love the show. I love the. I love. I love blah, 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 blah. They give me this whole schmeal. I don't even reply, and then the la- and then like a day or two later. Yo, do yo can can you sound, can you play my track for Illmind? I'm like, yeah, yeah. like like Illmind's the homie. Obviously, it's my right. bro. That's my fan. But dude, right. like, don't even come at like, yeah, that's so corny. Listen, let me get something. Cl- let me make something super clear. corny. Playing a track for me. Obviously, I appreciate every person, every producer, every fan who who values my attention and values my opinion. Right. Right. I really want to challenge you into thinking differently and tell you that me hearing your beat is a waste of time. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. You can use your time so much more wisely than putting energy into trying to get me to listen to a beat. Because when I hear a beat, what is there for me to do? Right. What is what? What happens next? What are you expecting next? Then are you, what? Are you expecting a deal? Are you right. expecting me to your life take that change. MP3 yeah. and forward it to Kendrick somehow? <laughs> right. What? Do you, exactly. What? What, we, what is the real conversation here? Give it to me oh straight and tell me what you really want. Exactly. And and if I think it is what I think it is, right. then it's the wrong way to approach it. And I want you to approach it in the way that works. Right. And that's what I care about. That's why I do Pass the Ox. That's mm-hmm. why we have a podcast. That, yeah. Because this is an organized, right. clean way for me to distribute my knowledge in a way that's realistic for all of us. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what it comes down mm-hmm. to, right? Facts. So, guys, listen, stop hitting Atlas up for <laughs> Happy 3. And it's, it's cool not to gonna... shoot your shot, yeah, right? Because sometimes yeah, it'll sure, work, you, have to. you I just get have it. to know I get it, when, yeah. I get how, it. and if it's going to work. Like, you know, we are in the industry and we end up being in rooms with some of the biggest people in the music industry and I'm never gonna be like yo such and such can you hear my beat it's like no I'm gonna like try to build a relationship with you where you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable enough to even listen to what I have to say and then later on I'm gonna say hey let's talk about this Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be like hey Mm -hmm. Lior like I do beats man I got this podcast can you listen listen it's the simple the concept is so simple this is all it is, guys. This is what this is. You guys got to write this down. Create something for yourself to where people want to work with you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. And whatever that is, cool. And it doesn't. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be a specific person you're trying to target. Just target the people that want to fuck with you. Yeah. Like, that's it. And it doesn't have to be. And this is something else is very key. It doesn't have. If you want to build with somebody. On, on you, whether it's entertainment, whatever. If you want to build with someone, it doesn't mean you sending your beats is going to build the value with this person because they're getting beats that are sent out to them. Yeah, hundreds of beats probably weekly that are getting sent to these people. So what you need to do is you need to figure out a way to get involved with this person mm-hmm. that's not asking for a favor. That's right. not asking for me to you to listen to my beat and give me critiques and tell me what you think. Like, mm-hmm. for what? I'm too busy. I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah it's but, like when you're asking people to go out their way. Right. Yeah. But, like, but, but if I'm at an event and, again, I'm just – this is stuff that's happened to me in the past, so I'm mm-hmm. just throwing it out there. If I'm at an event and, you know, an artist or a band's performing that I have a relationship with – and I see that the sound guy, uh, that the light guy is just trash, mm-hmm. where like he's not even doing anything. 
But I step up and say, yo, I'm blah, blah, blah's light guy. Let me come up here and, you know, do what, you know, let me work. And you go up and you start doing lights while they're performing. I know that sounds weird, but this is stuff that I've done in the past and it's worked. Mm -hmm. And I go on and I know all the songs. I know when the drops come in. I know when the chorus comes in. Mm -hmm. So show me the strobe. Show me how to make it dim and show me how to make it bright. That's all I need to do. And then I go in and I take over. And then the show's done. And then the artist or band finds out, like, oh, shit, you were the one that did the lights? Mm -hmm. Dude, those lights, those are the best lights we've ever done. Mm -hmm. Again, just take an initiative. It doesn't have to be music. You can carry bags. Yep. I've carried bags for Ill. I'm not afraid to say that. I've carried, yo, Ill, nah. Let me get that. I got yeah. you, dude. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yo, Ill, you want coffee? You hungry? Yeah. Yo, nah, no worries. I got you. I'll, yeah. I'll go do the run. But what I'm saying is you can build value without sending your music yeah. out which is very exactly. important because you'll build more relationships that and, way. and the value comes from getting that person to want to do something mm -hmm. for you exactly you got to get people to want to do stuff because as human mm -hmm. beings we just want to do stuff we want to do mm -hmm. right i don't want to help a stranger mm -hmm. right i That's i mean true. i i do obviously at times because i'm not a fucking piece of shit human no, but you're more but inclined to when we're talking in this bubble this conversation bubble mm -hmm. you know generally when we're in this industry you want to get the person to want to reciprocate and want like to do what it. what makes you different from the yeah. 30 the other motherfuckers yeah. that want yeah. to yeah. have their beat being listened yeah. to or you know who played a good strategy or... yeah. josh i use oh, josh, josh all the time. was the best i use josh, josh as an example all the time because i will do anything for josh except Humble for what he, what he wants me to do and i'm gonna pause that i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> josh we always is looking gotta at go you like come on Ill. Ill always but, does that josh right yeah, he I do it to everyone. That, I do he it goes to a little extra sometimes i'm but. always extra 2019 <laughs> i'm extra but like josh has been providing value so much for us mm -hmm. for for a Years. while now and yep. it's like he can literally ask me mm -hmm. for anything and and i'm gonna want to do it you know what i mean yep. except for that thing josh but <laughs> i'm just kidding i'll, I'll get off that but like mm -hmm. this, he's because he's earned that uh that right you know yeah. he's earned that he's 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 earned that that thing so um too many people just shortcut goes back to shortcut thing yeah. anyway and shout out to the pizza yeah shout out to the pizza shout out to preach shout out to preach Cash this is another unfailing owner here. who also owns a pizzeria. Yeah. Um, so uh, shout to Preach who owns this podcast studio. He also owns an. I'm not even really saying this right, it's guys. The really, pizza is amazing. It's amazing. So good. It's amazing. Probably my favorite pizza in Queens. Mm -hmm. uh, this is in Queens, New York. It's on Lefferts Boulevard. Yep. The last stop on the A train. So go go find them. It's John's Pizza. Uh, it's amazing. It's so and, good. Uh, I think Preach is about to do some next level shit with the shop. Oh my god! So, I can't um, wait till we in like a few in a few we'll announce in it. In a few, yeah, it's gonna be sick. So, so make sure you guys check this pizza out, man. It's really it's really fucking good. We just had like a couple oh slices. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. um, speaking of really good pizza, let's uh, listen to some beats. Speaking of, I love Ill's transition speaking when of. he does. Speaking of, speaking when you hear of. that, you know he's about to transition somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even when it doesn't yeah. make sense. No, never no makes he's sense. a master. Still is a master. It never makes sense. Let's hear that um, cheese. <clears throat> so, guys, listen, we're about to do something we haven't done in a while, actually. And so I'm happy we're back doing this again. We're going to do our first uh, of 2019. We're going to do our segment called Blap or Crap. Okay? So, what's Blap or Crap? Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to listen to your beat submissions that you sent to us via email. And if you didn't get the memo last time, we're no longer doing submissions on beatthread.com. We're doing submissions via MP3 attachment email. We're going back to the old way. And uh, so uh, we're gonna go into this email. We're gonna pick your beats at random. What's the email address? Uh, the email address is info 
at blapchat.com. B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T.com. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to listen to your beats uh, at random. We're going to choose you at random, play your beat. We're going to play a snippet. And if we like the beat, we're going to give you a blap. And if we don't like it, we'll give you a crap. And we'll try to give you some constructive criticism. And uh, uh, we're going to have fun with it. So if you want to submit to this segment, all you have to do is uh, attach an MP3, please, attachments only, MP3 of your beat to info at blapchat.com, subject line, blap or crap. And uh, we will consider you for our next show. So, you guys ready to do this? Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Welcome. Ooh. Our Hello. first submission is by Andy J. It's a crap. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. a crap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can we turn the music up a little bit? Yeah, can we turn up the uh, aux input a little? Great, yeah, it's good. Intro's way too long. It's a little thin. It's not it. I can tell you right now. <clears throat> Hip hop arm. Hey. I made that up. We got variations now. We made that up. We got variations. <laughs> Double. <laughs> All right, we're good? We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. You were right. That was a clap. Come on. I'm right most of the time. I'm going to say it. 92%. But again, just because I'm right in my mind doesn't mean I'm right. Like, Josh, when you edit good. that part, when I'm doing that, switch back and forth, like, rapidly. Oh, to all of Is us that? doing our dances? Yay. Hey. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> all right. Our first submission was Andy J. That's a crap. That's a it crap. just sounds like... No, don't even... We don't even... We could just go to the next one. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be constructive here. Okay, okay. Um, intro was too long. A little boring. Drums were very boring. It, it needs more movement. So put mm-hmm. a little more movement in there. Give a little ump to your drums. Throw some sausage fattener on there or decimord or do some layering. Make sure those drums are really knocking uh, and sounding clear and precise. And, and and put a little screwdriver in there, man. Do some note repeats. Do mm-hmm. uh, right. some swings. Something in there to spruce it up. Right now yeah. it sounds very it demo. Sounds like a generic. Generic demo. Boom bappy beat. Yeah. So room for Same. improvement. <laughs> Same. Unanimous? Okay. All right, so we're going to move on because we don't have much time here. Our next submission. Welcome. Good Our next submission is by Mateo. Mateo, welcome. Mateo Presa Castro. Castro. Oh, you got the Latino. I like that sample. That's hard right there. I'm not going to front. Yo, send that to me. Oh. Thanks, I'm going to sample this and hit you up. There we go. See, now yeah. we're talking, baby. That's Dude, a blap already. I don't even got to hear anymore. That's a blap. I don't even got to hear anymore. Yeah, that sample was fire. That's you got blap. some more. Send that over. Mm-hmm. Come yep. on, man. This shit make me want to rap. This is hard. Finally, we have a blast. Yeah. Without I don't want to stop yet. 
Ill, you got bars? Come on, Ill, let's get it. Let's yes. get it. Let's go. Get Come on. Let's bars. go. Get the bars. 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 I just ate a good slice of the pizza. Hey. Smoke with a repo. Hey. Smoke with a repo. What? Car got a repo. Off white. White. Skirt. 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 Off white, y'all. Off white. 2019. 19. Car so mean. Mean. Girl so clean. Clean. House so mean. Mean. Pizza so lean, lean. Household jeans, jeans. Household jeans, jeans. Household jeans. Yeah, yeah that shit blue, blue. Motherfuckers know I blue. Let's go. Motherfuckers know I shoot. I shoot, I shoot, I shoot, shoot, shoot. Yo, I shoot, I shoot, I shoot. Fuck your shoes, fuck your shoes. Ain't got no Yeezys. Off white, no please me. Please No shit, don't ease me. Ease me. Motherfuckers know easy. Easy. This shit come easy. Easy. Your name not Weezy. Weezy. My name name Weezy. Blap Chat album coming out soon. See, that would be the take where I go in there and just rap, and then I write real lyrics. So, guys, listen, that was not real lyrics, okay? That was cadence. Off the top, though. Okay? Pure fire. Yeah, that was dope. That That was was probably the best submission we've had in a while. I was about to say that might Mm -hmm. be the best we've heard in a very, if not the best. Mm -hmm. That was hard. What's home? What's uh, homeboy? So his name is uh, Mateo Presa Castro. I'm Mateo Presa Castro. He gotta send us some samples. Man, can you spell that? (laughs) That was hard. I'm gonna. I'll I'll forward you his info. Mateo Presa Castro. Man, that was awesome. Send more. Mateo, good job. I just emailed you. Send me more. Follow me and send me some joints, man. Send Atlas some shit. Please. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna forward this email to you guys. Perfection. Send perfection. Yeah, please. <clears throat> Wait, Atlas at. Uh, you can do contact Atlas to plug at Gmail. Contact Atlas the plug, plug at, at Gmail. Gmail and then uh, perfection. What's yours? Um, perfection Productions. Perfection Productions. Oh nine Gmail. Oh nine at Gmail dot mm-hmm. com. That I just was forwarded hard. this to you. you. Guys can hit them up and have them send you shit. That was super. Mateo, fire. good stuff. Yeah, thank you for that. See? We definitely needed that. See, just like we got some pizza and some fire beats. This I don't even want to play anymore because I want to leave <laughs> on that note. Dead ass. If this next one is not as good, nah, I'm gonna we're gonna go back ending to Mateo. With Mateo. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Ending with Mateo. Anyway, okay. So here's another beat. Um, this is by. Um, oh no, that was the SoundCloud link, so that's not gonna work. All right, so this next beat, uh, this is our last submission for today because we're running yeah. out of time. Uh, but we should do a whole show of Blabber Crap next Yeah, time. let's do it. Um, this is by uh, Bullshead, and uh, this is a beat from Bullshead. Here we go. That's not it. <laughs> it's not it. I'm about to put my headphones down. It. I can already tell. Oh. Trying to oh, tell yeah. you guys. I'm yeah, it's early. He's really early. <laughs> yeah. I see. 
All right, All let's right. go back to Mateo. No, no, can no. we no, let's end Bulls. it with Mateo one no, more time? No, no. Just to track. Can we just play it just a little bit? Because that was hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll end it with a banger. And then the next week, what do you guys think next gonna, week? We'll, we'll do, do a blapper we'll do crap. a full blapper crap. Not not the whole episode, but we'll do like a legit 75, 25. Yeah, yeah exactly. Blapper crap. Exactly. Let's do it. We'll do like a full one. Um, but man, this Mateo beat. Hey. The mix is really good, yeah. too. <laughs> When your shoulders start moving like this, you know it's about to happen. From that was hard. Good job, Mateo. Our thank you, Mateo, for that. Thank you so much. Our first lap of uh, a long time. Um, Listen, guys, if you want to submit to this segment, all you have to do is attach one MP3 uh, of your beat to info at blapchat.com. Subject line: Blapper crap. And uh, I promise you guys, usually we average what uh, six to ten of these submissions per episode. So point zero zero one being blap. (laughs) Yeah. we want to hear some heat from you guys, so send your beats. Um, there's no limited amount, so just send them over, and we'll choose you at random. Uh, pre- really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, quick reminder, and I know Atlas has an announcement too mm-hmm. that he wants to plug, but um, uh, I'm doing uh, Past the Aux. I'm doing my tour, 2019 Past the Aux tour. International. International. If you've been living under a rock, basically, I'm going to a different city every month. And I'm booking a studio, and I'm inviting 30 music creators to come in and plug the aux in, play their music, talk to me. I'm going to answer questions. We're going to build with each other. You guys are going to get to know each other. It's a great way to, uh, you know, open yourself up to be part of a community. I'm out here lighting fires, man, and it feels really <laughs> great. And I'm so uh, blessed to be able to do this with you guys. So if you're interested in coming to my Pass the Aux event, you want to see a list of cities, just go to my website, Illmind producer.com get your ticket because the slots are literally filling up fast i'm really sorry for sounding like a salesman right now but it's literally the truth slots are filling up quick factory Um, i'll be in new jersey uh i'll be in jersey city new jersey new haven connecticut and boston massachusetts this month uh january 14th 15th and 16th and then february i'm doing toronto los angeles list goes on grammy week yep a grammy week london yep so sunday uh February 10th, I'll be at the Grammys. Um, and then um, the 11th, I'm are you going to be I'm doing a dinner there? in L.A., so link up, link up, link Grammy up. dinner after the after party or like before. after? Before. We were definitely But link making. up, link up. Are you there for the week? Yeah. All right, so you're coming to pass the Aux. Link up, gonna, link gonna, up. Yeah, we're going to get in the studio. Yeah, I so. love Grammy week yeah, in L.A. I love it. Oh, I yeah. love yeah. L.A. Fun, I'm fun, finally going to go. Let's get it. Um, so shout to you guys. And Atlas, you have something coming up too, right? Yeah, I mean, I got a True Master Show uh, on Instagram and Twitter. True Master Show, January 24th in New York City. 
Um, I got something really big next next episode that I can okay. actually announce. Announce it next episode. Yeah, Top of next yeah, episode. Yeah, what we were talking about, it's 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 going to be special. Yeah. So um, that'll be announced next episode. But for now, True Master Show, January 24th, eight producers, eight MCs, uh, eight dancers, and they battle. Crowd picks the winner. It's going to be lit. Amazing. All right, guys. We will see you next week, episode 91. Yeah. Amazing. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We appreciate you and guys. Get some we pizza. Out. Get some pizza. pizza. John's. We out. Peace.